You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast. We go to many 5e books and talk about various rules and haunted gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftway. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwick and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk about Slad. Nathan, what is a Slad? It's like a snake, but it's sad. <laughs> Not exactly. All right, tell you what, I'm putting a picture in the Discord here and describe this thing to me. It's a ugly rock toad. So, yeah. So most slads are large-sized, kind of frog-looking humanoids. So, again, if you just do look at a picture of it, like, because it is so frog-like looking, like, you just have, it's difficult to imagine as scary as it should be. But what you need to remember, this isn't the same size category as a troll. So this thing towers over most humanoids. Not to mention, it has got, I don't know, six, eight-inch claws on its hands and a mouth large enough to just chow down on a person. So these things are fucking scary. But it's not just their combat abilities that do make them so goddamn terrifying. So, in order to really appreciate how scary this creature is, I'm going to start by talking about one specific one, and then we'll branch out into the other types a bit later on. So we're going to start with the kind of basic type of slod, which is the red. All right, red slod, 14 AC, 93 hit points, speed of 30 feet. So a good chunk of hit points, but not terribly unusual otherwise. Decent AC. Damage resistances. Acid. Cold. Fire. Lightning. Thunder. Well, shit. So it takes half damage from all of those things. 60 feet of dark vision. Uh, languages. Slad. And 60 feet telepathy. Neat. Magic resistance. Advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Now, the next one, I want you to pay attention to the phrasing, Nathan. Regeneration. The slad regenerates 10 hit points at the start of its turn if it has at least one hit point. Huh. 
Nathan, what's unusual there? Whoa. Uh, at the start. Well, no, that's normal. No, at the start of the turn, as long as it has one hit point. Mm-hmm. It, wait, Max Elf? No, wait, no, that's what was the. What is unusual, unlike the troll, unlike uh, any, well, not any, but a it's lot of other one. creatures. Rather than zero? There's nothing that stops it. A ch- wait, so, wait, no. The, ma- the, the slide regains 10 at the start of its turn as, as long as it has at least one hit point. So it doesn't matter if it takes fire right. damage. It doesn't matter if it takes acid damage. It doesn't matter if oh, it gets hit by a silvered no weapon. To... As long as it is alive, as long as it has one hit point, it will heal. And how many hit points? 93. So it isn't easy to get it that down, down to below Not one. Really. So it's, whoa, <laughs> that's hard. So also to keep in mind, so it is not a particularly fast creature, thankfully, at 30 feet. But with that regeneration, think about it this way. If the slot is able to escape, even just for as short as a minute, that's 10 rounds of combat, which means in one minute, it is healed back to full out of combat it does not need to take a short rest it does not need any kind of potions it takes a minute to go from one hit point to full health so that alone is very interesting to me i do have quite a love of anything with regeneration however it gets worse so now let's actually talk about the actions that the red slot has so first off it has a multi-attack three attacks one bite and two claws. So the bite, piercing damage, okay, fine. The claws are where things get interesting. So it does piercing damage, but then if the target is a humanoid, it must succeed on a DC 14 constitution saving throw or be infected with a disease, a minuscule slad egg. A humanoid host can only carry one slad egg to term at a time. Over three months, Whoa, nice eggs. <laughs> the egg moves Whoa. to the chest cavity, gestates, and forms a slad tadpole. In the 24-hour period before giving birth, the host starts to feel unwell. Its speed is halved, and it has disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws. At birth... The tadpole chews its way through vital organs and out of the host's chest in one round, killing the host in the process. If the disease is cured before the tadpole's emergence, the unborn slad is disintegrated. Fuck. So yeah, that's not great. So yeah. It, and again, it takes three months for this thing to gestate. So. You can, at the end of a battle with slots, just make everyone in your party rule, roll, a, roll that saving throw in order to help kind of disguise who actually needs to roll for what. And if not, well, probably most people who are listening to this have seen the movie Alien. I know that Nathan has probably not. But this is the closest thing that D&D has to a fucking xenomorph chestburster, and it is fucking terrifying. There's actually a rather uh, gruesome picture in the monster manual that depicts a tadpole coming out (laughs) of a dwarf's chest. Yeah, it is fucking scary looking. However, as bad as that is, it gets worse because we mentioned that the tadpole exists. However, there are more types of slads than just 
that nice little red one. Because in the description area for the red, it does actually mention that those red slad can spawn blue and green slads. It doesn't just create another red one. So that's one of the kind of weird things here. So the red ones create new blue and green ones. The blue ones create red and green. So it's this weird kind of cyclical nature of different infections. Because as we talked about, the red one has that egg gestate. The blue has its own level of terrible. Because now let's talk about the next one there, the blue slad. So actually, just for funsies, let me also share a picture here with you, Nathan. And again, I do highly suggest you looking at the images of the types of slads just because they are fucked up looking. So the blue is the big brother to the red ones. It is a hulking boy. Yes, (laughs) fine. I was going to say hulking, but fine. We'll go with chunky boy. So it has a little more AC at a nice 15 and 123 hit points. So this thing is pretty tanky. And again, the same resistances, magic resistance, and that same regeneration. All types of slads have that regeneration. It does not stop for fire or acid or silver. They, as long as they're alive, it just regenerates. Anyway, what makes the blue slad different from the red is what its claw attack does. Uh, so first off, it is just a more dangerous combatant. Its bite and claw just does more damage. But the claw's effect is different. Instead of the egg, if you hit, if the target is a humanoid, it has to succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or be infected with a disease called Chaos Phage. While infected, the target can't regain hit points, and its hit point maximum is reduced by 3d6 every 24 hours. If the disease reduces the target's hit point maximum to zero, the target instantly transforms into a red slad. Or, if it has the ability to cast spells of third level or higher, a green slad instead. Only a wish spell can reverse the transformation. So Nathan, what would happen if a blue slad got loose in a small village of commoners? Uh, it'd be pretty bad. (laughs) Yep. One claw attack would probably be... Well, okay, so let's say that they get infected. One day post-infection, 3d6 is probably enough to reduce a commoner's max HP to zero. So if there is a single fucking blue slad in an area of commoners, and actually, one other thing that is worth mentioning, uh, which is, of course, the slad's intelligence. So neither the red nor blue are particularly smart. The red has only got a six intelligence, six wisdom, seven charisma, with the blue ever so slightly better at seven intelligence and wisdom and nine charisma. So again, they are sentient. They're not geniuses, but they're sentient. So if a blue slod either just had too many people not die and just survive to spread the chaos phage, let's just say you had a village of 50 and let's just say 10 survived that initial rampage. 10 creatures then would get transformed into red slads. Like assuming, of course, that there's no spellcasters in a small village like that. 10 red slads are then just in that area 
with the ability to potentially infect people with those eggs to hatch into tadpoles. Those tadpoles could then potentially grow into blues, etc., etc. Like, we talked uh, just on Tuesday's episode about potential war crimes. Slad fucking are a war crime. They are a potentially infinitely spreading disease. And what makes it particularly bad is the fact that even amongst commoners, they can become adventurer level threats. Because I don't care what level you are. If you have a party of, let's say, four or five adventurers, and you had a good-sized town get taken over and assimilated by the slad, then, okay, if you have 10 red and 10 blue, which is honestly a pretty low number, but if you have 10 guys with 123 hit points and 10 guys with 93 hit points, that's going to be troublesome for most adventurer parties. But wait, they regenerate and are resistant to acid, cold, fire, lightning, and thunder. Fuck! Like, how would you even deal with that? But then you also do have the existential horror level of if something is turned by the blue slad, only a wish spell can reverse it. So that is fucking terrifying to just try to comprehend a party that is attacked by a slad. Because again, there's also the fact, what does the player know versus what the character knows? You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So like Nathan, if I just described a slad with like before us talking about this today, and I just said you get attacked by this large blue frog like creature, your character isn't likely to know, oh, shit, I'm infected. I need to get that dealt with right. ASAP. It'll probably be more like oh, that scratch kind of scratch kind of itches. Yeah. But I took down a like big on thing. On the bright side, at least the blue slad does have like the reduced hit point maximum. So you can at least realize, oh, I don't feel well. I should get this looked at. The red slad takes three months to gestate. Three months of game time could easily be a year of real time. So a player character and a, a player, sorry, a player themselves just might fucking forget that you fought, fought that weird frog thing three months ago in game time. Like, slads are Remy, dangerous. I just, 
I just realized something. I have a new favorite monster. <laughs> I had a hunch that you'd like these guys. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next one. So I mentioned that if a blue slot infects a spellcaster, they can become a green slot. So the green is the magic user of this batch. So these ones are actually a good bit smarter. 11 intelligence, 8 wisdom, 12 charisma. 16 AC, 127 hit points. Same resistances, same innate spell, or same magic resistance, same regeneration. However, they have a couple of new things as well. Shape changer. The slide can use its action to polymorph into a small or medium humanoid or back into its true form. Its statistics other than size are the same in each form. Uh, any equipment is not transformed. It reverts to its true form if it dies. Oh shit. So now instead of having this gigantic frog looking fuck, instead you now have anything, any small or medium humanoid. It could look like a human child. It could look like just a normal person on the road. Like, again, they're so fucking dangerous. But again, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's just really scary to think about. So what's also cool, they are magic users, the green. So they have innate spellcasting, which lets them cast spells without material components, although from a rather short list. So at will, they can cast Mage Hand, detect magic, and detect thoughts. Twice a day, they can cast fear and invisibility on themselves. And once a day, fireball! Always a good one for a magic user to have. Now, the one kind of downside, quote-unquote, to the green, it has all this powerful magic and its regeneration, which is all good. However, greens cannot infect to create new slads. They are combatants and they actually also gain the magical ability to hurl fire which is fucking cool so even besides fireball they just have a hurl flame attack so twice a turn because they have a multi-attack they can attack and try to just deal 3d6 fire damage so that's pretty fucking awesome now what makes green particularly dangerous is that they are an intermediary state because after some amount of years or decades, a green slad will simply evolve into a gray slad, which is the next tier up. 18 AC, 127 hit points. And again, this also has that same shape changer trait. However, it has more spellcasting abilities. At will, detect magic, detect thoughts, invisibility, mage hand, and major image. So it has all kinds of abilities to try to hide itself from discovery. But then it also has twice a day now, fireball, tongues, fly, and fear. So as a reminder, fireball has a range of 150 feet. So if a smart slad were to use its shape changer trait, fly, and then use fireball, there is not a whole lot that can be done to stop them. Because also fly gives a flying speed of 60 feet, which makes them more than a little difficult to catch. And in addition to all that other stuff, the Gray Slad also has all of its weapon attacks count as magical, which is, again, very helpful for, you know, that mid to higher level game where people do start getting more resistances. Uh, one other detail that's just kind of fun is that for some reason it's not depicted in the image, but they have a greatsword on their character sheet, which is just kind of funny. 
for some reason they just have greatsword but not uh not a lot of description about it like it mentions in the lore below that it does you know it learns how to master the use of a greatsword and imbue it with its own magic but there's not actually a whole lot talked about there which is kind of odd however uh one other kind of interesting thing that the gray slide has on its spell list once a day plane shift nathan do you remember what the plane shift spell does it shifts your plane it does indeed so it is a single action to cast and that will allow the transportation to another dimension, basically. So again, your planar cosmology may vary from the standard, but technically speaking, like all slads are from the plane of limbo. And like there's actually quite a lot of lore about like the slads in limbo and them fighting against, you know, Primus and the Modrons. But again, like I'm talking about more the powers of the slads themselves for the sake of your own games. Although I will say that the lore is quite interesting and worth the read if that is something that you enjoy. Anyway, the gray slad though. So again, it can plane shift once a day. So even if the gray slad is having trouble in combat, it can just nope out of there. A single action. True once a day, but that's really not a big limit. So if a fight is going badly, it can just teleport out of that goddamn dimension to escape. And again, it can polymorph into a small or medium humanoid. So it's really, really hard to actually deal with these guys. Because this is the kind of thing that can and honestly should be a recurring type enemy, like if you wanted to set it up that way. Because if you are trying to set up like a slad incursion, having, you know, these guys able to just kind of teleport out of there. I mean, that's just kind of the smart thing to do. However, gray slads are not the top of the pile. That belongs to the death slad. And these guys are actually pretty menacing looking. Tell me what you think of this guy, Nathan. Looks like a death slad. <sighs> Descriptive as always, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway the death slad oh uh, actually uh one detail that i did also miss uh with, so the gray and the death slad also uh actually have blind sight in addition to the regular dark vision so even if someone is invisible they still are aware of it because they simply have heightened senses compared to most mortal creatures and just know things within 60 feet of them which is just again pretty goddamn scary and so the death slad 18 ac 170 hit points all those resistances blind sight dark vision telepathy shape changer magic resistance magic weapons regeneration and of course it's innate spell casting so one kind of terrifying detail the plane shift that the gray slad has is only able to be used on itself. The death slad no longer has that restriction, and the normal text of the plane shift spell allow you and up to eight willing creatures. Death slads are the pinnacle of the species for damn good reason. A death slad can create an incursion of slad in an area. Because again, with that ability to plane shift up to itself and eight willing creatures, if you did have a couple of reds, a couple of blues being led by a death slad, 
all it takes is that one plane shift. We were actually just talking also on Tuesday about the idea of teleporting in the midst of an area that is populated. Okay, so let's just say that there is a teleportation circle in the middle of some city. A death slad could very, very easily have itself be shape changed into the form of a human child because it can just be a smaller medium humanoid. And then it te- uses plane shift to teleport itself five red and five blue. The five red and blue slads just go amok in the city, see how many they can infect, and just kind of see what happens. In the meantime, the death slad takes cover, might pretend to have been orphaned by the attack in order to try to escape authorities' notice. And who knows how many new slads can get born by such an attack. And even if it actually ends up being a surprisingly prepared city, all that the death slad needs to do is wait until the next day, and it can just plane shift away again. No big loss. After all, they're just a few reds and blues, easily replaceable. Slads are fucking scary. (laughs) And one other just kind of interesting detail. I've mentioned the whole evolution path. So the greys are the evolved form of green. When a gray slad is able to eat a death slad, it evolves into a new death slad. So you can have factions of slads that are constantly at war one another. And wouldn't you know it, the best place to repopulate their forces is just those silly humanoids on the material plane. So these kinds of spawning runs in cities and villages, whatever you decide the strategy is, can be completely immaterial to the actual goals of the slads. Their entire goal could just be to build up forces to teleport back for a slotty civil war. They are an incredible versatile creature. But honestly, even if you just had just, you know, reds and blues with a couple of greens, just as an infection that needs to be stopped before that can spread across your world, that alone is reason to consider using slads. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.